Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Sal here with my co-host, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. What's going on, guys? You know, just living the dream, Sal. <laughs> oh, cause she's coming in, she's coming in nice and low so she can build from there, Sal. I'm oh. already at a 10 because uh, I'm so proud of myself as a vain person. You guys can see, look at this haircut. You guys see me on the Zoom that we're talking on right now. Yeah. I gave it to myself. What have we been paying for all these decades? We don't need anybody else to cut our hair. We can do it. I think uh, you, uh, you're on to something for sure, but might we have cared more what it looked like 10, 15 years ago when uh, there was a little more to deal with? Uh, I'm, I'm not just saying you. I I'm see. saying myself I too. I'm just saying, you know, not not just you, of course. I can't throw darts, but I, I think, I think yes, I think at some point it doesn't matter as much, and I think we've hit that point. Well, I also think, I mean, no one sees us really except through a computer so yeah. dave could have a huge chunk of hair missing out of the back of his head and yeah. we'd have no idea or this oh i do have that <laughs> I, I i certainly charlotte do you not know that or are you, are you getting at something do you have some inside poop on uh on me yeah i have a flesh yarmulke right here hidden away uh, no 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 i mean like disgust. you could have you could have like really really screwed up the back and it oh, could look oh, oh. like yeah and and we would have no, no idea there's a mirror day mother nature did see. that to me she imposed <laughs> th there's a right here you can't see it and i'm not going to show it to you because like i said i'm vain but i have a big flesh yarmulke right there waiting to uh you know speaking of yarmulke, because do, you brought up i have yarmulke. some of that pepper because Go you ahead. brought that up uh we want to unveil our hebrew name oh, we're going to pick up a giant audience here unveiling our uh, <laughs> our hebrew names charlotte already let hers go so maybe go ahead charlotte because i'm half jewish my father is italian his family's italian catholic my mother's family is jewish and her father uh, uh, the only words he ever spoke to me was your mother's a jew so you're a jew and i was like okay <laughs> all right that's good enough i don't care it doesn't really matter to me and uh dave 100 charlotte 100 as well no, no. Oh. My mom's side, very Jewish. Dad's side, very waspy. So oh. we joke that both both great-grandfathers are rolling over in their graves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I had a bat mitzvah. Like, uh -huh. you know, I went to, I, I at one point could kind of speak Hebrew. I did the whole thing. Um, mm. My Hebrew name is Shoshana, Ooh. which I think means rose, but it could also mean any other flower because I don't, know what i'm talking about right. um but yeah so that's mine what about you guys shoshana is good now what did it mean to you because shoshana meant nothing until girls and then shoshana was the most ridiculous character on girls right and that's saying a, a whole lot yeah i wasn't jazzed about that mm -hmm. i didn't love it um <laughs> i i was also like no one know it's not like her name was charlotte right yeah you right. Know? that's true like on sex in the city people would be like oh you look like charlotte from sex in the city i'm like yeah. no i don't we just have the same name you mm -hmm. know so i never had to like deal with that so it wasn't so much of an issue right okay well, well let's make this quick but yeah shosh was a terrific character almost not even believable uh show maybe we'll call you shosh if you don't mind for short but uh dave mm -mm -mm. no no good that's not okay dave no well, I'm, I'm telling you, there are worse choices here. Wait, wait for the his and mine. Well, I'm yeah, my uh, 
my name is William David Damashek. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, my parents decided to, to call me by the middle name. The first name was an homage to my late uh, great, great uncle. Um, but uh, when I got into Hebrew school, a class of, I think it was either like 12 or 14 kids, I can't remember. The, uh, uh, David apparently was very popular in the <laughs> Pittsburgh area um, when my parents were handing out names because I was one of four Davids in the class. Mm. And so the teacher had no choice but to call us by our other name, our middle name, our first name. And so uh, William in Hebrew is Velvel. And then as soon as Sal found that out, he has called me Velvel ever since. I love right. Velvel. I don't know. What... <laughs> Aren't they silly? Aren't they silly names? It's the greatest. But that's actually a cool name. It sounds like uh, has a little sound like a motor oil or something, right? You you could it, there's a little grit to it, unlike my name, which I don't even know. I don't even think there's a story. They they had me, and my grandparents said that's Munya. M-U-N-Y-A, Munya. So there you go. My wife still calls me Munya. Munya, what is that? Munya, the owls are going crazy. Munya, check on the owl. Munya, this and that. So it's, it's all uh, Munya all day long here. So, all right. Well, that's good. <laughs> I, have a, I have a quick uh, owl owl oh, thing for you, Sal. Please. Uh, I, my dad was like, hey, does Sal know about, uh, you remember the screech owl and my cousin Vinny? Oh, right, right, right. You remember that? In the terrible Where, hotel am I allowed to swear in this podcast? Yeah. Can we bleep that out? No, What's do the it. Deal? That's fine. What, well, he, there's the screech owl, and it's this ungodly sound, much like what you're describing. Yeah. And, and Joe Pesci sits up and he goes, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then he goes outside with his gun and like shoots all over the place. And then the owl screeches again, and it made me think of you. Right. Okay, I'm going to do that. So I need a gun. I, I should well, probably get a gun know, anyway. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the, the I have. I, God, I don't want to jinx it, but I think the problem has subsided a little. I sent you guys a video, and I know it sounded faint compared to my voice over and everything, but it, it's loud and it's constant throughout the night. But then last night, it kind of went away, and uh, I know it's back tonight after saying this, but <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, back to the show, though. Lots of positive feedback, really a lot. And I want to, I'll read a few things. And if you want to get to us, we'll, we'll get an email eventually, but those things are expensive. So, uh, you know, for now hit us up at extra points pods. Um, and Jesse Scardina says, Hey, Char, Char, big fan since the kitchen magazine days, great pod with Sal and way to rep lobster in the movie, the big green and Maine. Sorry, Dave, you would not mention that, but it was a great pod with Sal. They might not have, um, they didn't fast forward to the part where you spoke, but that that's good. That's a nice endorsement. Apparently, my bad mouthing of uh, of uh, of lobster required that he ignore me. Uh, I see. I see. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You, you did it to yourself, Dave. <laughs> Fair. I, you know, I've learned a lesson. Well, <laughs> it's not all bad because uh, Valerie Into at Valerie Into says, "Fuck, Damashek is easily twenty years younger than I thought he was." There you go. Smiley face. <laughs> So that's nice. And that's before the haircut. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah, that's very nice. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I always like it. It's a recurring thing for me that P, I, I get that one a lot that um, people, I, I don't know what they think. Have you ever seen um, Charlotte, the legendary Pittsburgh broadcaster, Myron Cope? Yoy and double yoy. The ter He's the guy yeah, who yeah. invented the terrible towel. Yoy, the terrible towel <laughs> is poised to strike. So are the Steelers. People say, ah, Steelers players say, have said to me over the years, you sound like Myron Cope. And they absolutely mean it as an insult. And I say, sorry, you missed the mark. That's that's the nicest thing you could possibly right. say to me. So, and, but Myron so I guess Cope, thank you to her as well. Had he'd been a lot, he'd be like 174 years old right now, right? 
I think that's right. Yeah. I think you're Matthew. So 20 years so Dave, younger. Dave yeah. only looks 150. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the idea. Thank, thank you both. That's the thank idea. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't all directed at the three of us. At Tucker Tha Trucker says, um, hoping this podcast means even less of throwing it to the heel producer for his less than riveting thoughts. Uh, what do you think? That's you, Jim. You're the heel producer. Thanks for listening, Tucker. And... Um, Jokes on you! They just threw to me because of your tweets. So yeah, that's true. Go. Right, we would have we would have breezed mm. right by it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tucker, Tucker, we walked right into that one. But anyway, uh, the comments are nice. I love them all. But you really have not hit it. You haven't hit big, big time until you've sold a hat on the website from the shop or what on our merchandise page. And we sold exactly one hat. I didn't even know we had hats. We sold a hat for $25. So there's really no wow. turning back now, hey. guys. Yeah, we're in good shape. We're in good shape. I don't know what your contracts say, but yeah, we are in it to win it right now. Very exciting. Uh, my, my contract says that the contract is only good uh, <laughs> as when someone buys a hat. So I, I guess I'm locked in. Okay, you're in now. Yeah. The ink is dry. Dave, um, a funny thing happened. Funny for me and Charlotte, but maybe not so much for you. Was it yesterday? I get I, I lose track of the days. Your Penguins were up. I, I must have been one nothing on the Canadians, and you, yeah. which was part of your free pick on the show, Pens minus one and a half, did not come to fruition. Um, maybe because of you, you taunted poor young Charlotte here and said, "Oh, we're poised." Something to the effect that we're poised for a Pens Bruins matchup, and that's when the fun ends between us or the niceties or whatever. And then you absolutely your team just fell apart before our eyes within minutes of your, your statement. You know, I, uh, I obviously like a lot of people apply a double standard. Um, one rule, uh, set of rules applies to me and the rest of the rest of the world. And when people think they impact games, like, Oh, I got to sit this way. Or I can't watch with you because I have to, cause that, cause that uh, brings good luck and everything. I think what kind of loser or what kind of, what kind of vapid narcissist could could make could convince themselves? And yet I immediately when that first goal for the or the second goal for the Canadians made it three two. That's, of course, immediately what I thought. And I damned myself before I damned anyone else for for causing the <laughs> Penguins demise on Thursday night. And beyond that, I just like and then the game was over and I was yeah. I was really sad. And it was one of those things. Cause then I went uh, with the kids, put them to bed, and I felt like, what, why, why, why this angst? What, what am I, what am I upset about? Almost like a nightmare. What running through my head? What's wrong? Oh right, yeah, the Penguins lost to the Canadians again. Mm. A grown man. I have nice things. I have nice children. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it should be a happy life. But I, it's sad that that uh, the deeds of my favorite hockey team can can wound me spiritually and emotionally as significantly as they. As Charlotte, they do you believe do. in jinxing? Do you think that works, or is it a, is it all nonsense? Well, I was going to say, Dave, I I kind of go back and forth, but I found in 2020, I've just, like before, you know, before, before in the before times when we all had lives, uh, I used to, I would get a little superstitious, but I never really thought, you know, something I do can affect my team or something anyone does really 
But, you know, if, if it helps, then, like, try it. Like, if someone's annoying at the party and they're in the bathroom when the team scores, then, like, they should have to stay in the bathroom. But, right. hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in this, in quarantine, during all of this, I have gotten so absurdly superstitious. Like, I found a ladybug the other day and I made a wish and then I brought it outside. And, like, any eyelash I make wishes on, I walked under, there was some scaffolding outside, oh. which is not a ladder. I walked around it in the middle of the street rather than go under it because I worried it was too much like a ladder. I mean, I think I'm losing my mind, you guys. Mm. I think, but you know what? I think it's all all the same. It's all these COVID dreams, and we we all experience weird stuff, and we're only going to get more superstitious. And I agree with you. It makes no sense that a bet I make or anything I say or any taunting. May- has any effect on a game that's being played 2000 miles away with players that don't know me or have any idea what I'm talking about. But yet I have never once in a close Cowboys game, um, bragged about the Cowboys and predicted them to win. And then Tony Romo goes to throw three touchdown passes in the next 20 minutes. Like that, that doesn't happen. The opposite has happened almost all the time that I can remember. Right. True. Right. right. So if you just go by that, I have to think, yeah, someone's watching. There's a little Truman Show uh, element to this, but oh, for sure, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I a, a cynic might point out that Tony oh, Romo, <laughs> I, I, he's a How friend of you. yours. I don't want to. I don't want. I will say, I, I, I. It's an interesting hypothesis that Charlotte lays out there. Except that I know that my any sports superstitions I have are owed to my old man. I remember at a very young age. Uh, once at a Steelers game at Old Three River Stadium, we went there and Aunt Roberta came with us. She didn't attend very often. Mm. And Aunt Roberta came and the Steelers back in that day didn't lose a ton. And they lost the game and Aunt Roberta was banned from ever going to a Steeler game <laughs> nice. again. And it was like, ha ha, that's a funny thing. And I I literally think 35 years later, Aunt Roberta has never gone back to a Steeler. Is that right? So I learned it from wow. him. I blame it. I learned it by watching you, old man. Don't blame <laughs> me for my weirdo behavior. Aunt Roberta is still in the bathroom 35 years later. That's unbelievable. Um, all right, Dave. So as, as long as we're talking <laughs> hockey here, and Charlotte brought up a good point over text, like this NHL playoff format, we could all pretend to understand it, but we're just... Um, hoping that they figure it out in a couple of weeks and there's like eight teams left and then four and then two and then one. Now I get, let me know if I have this right. And maybe Charlotte, you have a thought on this, how this works too. There's four teams vying for the top four seeds, right? Which doesn't really matter right, as much because right. there's no home ice, which may not have mattered anyway, because the eighth seed almost always wins anyway. So who cares? But anyway, so those four teams are out of the, they, they can't get eliminated in the next couple of weeks. Then there's 16 teams playing. Um, to get down to eight, right? And in a few days, when those right. 16 get down to eight, then there's 12 teams left. I, I, hockey's the only sport that you, you go round to round and you you pick up teams as you go along. I, it doesn't really seem to make sense here. But so there'll be 12 teams left. Do those four teams playing for seeding get a bye? And then the eight play to finalize four? What What's going on? Listen, Major asterisk that if Dave is explaining it, then uh, there's a decent chance that I'm going to get it wrong. But wow. no, you're 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 blending the Wales and Campbell conferences, oh, or as uh, as 21st century hockey fans know okay. them, the Eastern and Western conferences. The um, yeah, so you're so this little so the round robin teams are in. It's just a matter of where they're going to be seated, one through four, right. and then they will face 
the the seeds that survived. There are two eight-team tournaments going on. So the Penguins are on the cusp of getting eliminated by the worst team in the Wales Conference in this playoffs, right. Montreal. So the 12 seed will then play the one seed, which isn't going to be the Bruins, which is a whole nother thing, which is funny that the Bruins were the best team in the NHL, and 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 they're, they're tracking to be the fourth team come playoff time and get the toughest matchup. But uh, is that clear? No. Eight and eight. It's eight and eight. It's going to be... There are four seeds on one in one side. Oh, four seeds right. on the other side. Right. There's then eight two teams. There's eight teams fighting right. for seeding, not four. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. But it, each I each conference will yield four teams, four bottom right. teams to play the top four teams in either of the two conferences. Okay. And then I'm it'll just, assume the the usual. Flow. You get that, Charlotte? I think I get it. I don't know. Well, yeah, I think I get it. I'm also just laughing because it was so much math just thrown around, <laughs> like just numbers everywhere. I'm like, whoa, it's more numbers than I've heard in years. Yeah. But I just realized, speaking of jinxes, you guys, I jinxed my Boston Bruins. Remember when I said, are the lightning going to choke again? That's right. You did. Oh, no. Yeah. So yeah. jinxes are real. And I did one. I think jinxes are real. I'm telling you. And there's no they way there's no way to prove this other than we're never really on the other side now. Maybe there's someone with a lightning fan, though, Charlotte, that did the same thing you did, in which case jinxes would not be real. But they didn't do it on this podcast. Oh, I see. So this is where this is the this so is this ground is zero from jinx. This is jinx central. I gotcha. Okay. Wait, Iowa had a scandal, I think, in 2020, <laughs> which means that maybe the black and gold plague is what's in effect here in 2020 because uh, the Pirates, Penguins, Bruins. Oh. Steelers didn't make the playoffs. I'm trying to think of how we can connect. A uniform dots guy over here. What do we call you? Yeah, what is the it? The uniformant, right? The, there it is. The uniformant. Thank you. Thank we you. Need, yes, that's right. We need a little jingle there. I think you know what? To, what what I really do believe um, in uh, jinx adjacent kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I people love to talk about how all these guys are professionals. They don't care what the, what you talk about. What people think about them. You're a choker. Otherwise. Maybe some of them don't. Some of them definitely do. And if you lose a playoff game early in your career, that then becomes a legitimate obstacle that you must overcome in addition to whoever you're playing. It's mm -hmm. the, the best thing that ever happened to Tom Brady was getting through in the manner he did, not having to do a ton. And it ends up with him with the Lombardi. Now he's a winner. Now that he's washed that off, but before that stink ever really started to foment. But if you're on the other side of that, that's a tough one to get past. I think. Sure. Is that, change, is that the right? best? Is, isn't Giselle the best thing to happen to Tom Brady, no matter what freaking occurs in his life going forward? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's okay. like staring at the sun. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. And we know that's a quick lane to become president to stare at the sun. Right. So that's, uh, yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> right. Right. Um, right. you spoke about the black and gold, Dave. Today, I think was supposed. You pointed out it's supposed to be the Hall of Fame game, right? Yes, it's Thursday night, and this would have been the start of um, right the the preseason. And I, I can I throw something controversial at you? I, think so. I don't think it's that controversial, as a matter Please. of fact. But I'll, I'll 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 try. I know a lot of people. Oh, we we should be watching football right now. It ain't football. It's pretend. <laughs> it's 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 all nonsense. As I as I tell everybody, and thank goodness this year we can avoid it. Um, for one year. Um, but it is a lie to your eyes for the entire month of August. Nothing that happens in August goes on into the season unless, shame the devil, 
someone significant gets hurt. Wow. Thank goodness we're done with it. They're, they're, they're the equivalent of Civil War reenactments. They look real <laughs> if you blur your eyes. But if you look at the details, it's like, look, yeah, there are the Union soldiers. Go walk around Gettysburg. Oh, there's the Confederate soldiers. Wait a minute. That Confederate general's <laughs> drinking a Mountain Dew. You know, like little things throw you off. Same thing with mm -hmm. watching a, with uh, preseason games. I reject <laughs> them uh, out of hand. I worry um, Dave nicked his brain a little bit when he cut his hair, when he trimmed it. I, I don't know. The Confederate, really? Probably. It's a Civil War thing, huh? What do you think? Yeah. Charlotte, do you miss the preseason? No, no, I don't miss the preseason. Mm -hmm. I hardly ever watch the preseason, to be honest, because it does feel, I mean, I'm very much a believer in stakes. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there has to be, you need high stakes or at least some stakes at all for anything to matter or be worth it, which is probably mm -hmm. why. Oh, I'm those kind of stakes. I, 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 yes. I, got, I, got, I got excited for a second. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I believe in ribeyes, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no, but so, so I just, to me, it's, boy, it's like, if this doesn't matter, why am I going to, mm -hmm. what, what are we doing here? You know, but. Um, I think that it does take on a lot of weight when you don't have anything. So, of mm -hmm. course, people now are like, oh, the Hall of Fame game, my favorite thing. We don't have it. It's like no one no one thinks that. Yeah. Right. Like, come on. But but it, it can carry so much weight when you take it away. Uh, and I think it also just freaks people out because they're like, oh, my God, we don't have this. Yeah. Like, are we not going to have that? Are we not going to have that? Like, mm -hmm. so I, I think. Uh, yeah, no, but normally I really could care less. Right. They keep postponing the wedding. Like, are they ever going to get married? Then you wonder about these two kids. But yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. I do think that, I don't know, I'm split down. I'm split when it comes to, does it mean something for a team? I didn't play. Dave, we know a few ex-players who would, some say the preseason matters. Some say it doesn't. I think most say it doesn't matter. I, I know a lot of them are, are banging their knees with the, with uh, phone books to try to loosen cartilage so they could sit out the preseason so they don't have to go through <laughs> conditioning and stuff like that. There have been stories to that extent. But when they made the cuts down from, what was it, 100 players right to 53, uh, they gave you less, less of a chance to, you know, scout these guys, these third and fourth and fifth rounders and practice squatters and see who makes it. And now you take the games away. While I don't care about watching them as a fan, you do wonder if it gets in the way of a team uh, building their best pieces, right? Yeah, that's the real um, that's the real shame of it is that uh, in 2020 that now these fringe guys aren't going to be seen, and that is the opportunity for them. I'm talking about the guys that are going to be relevant once the actual games sure. kick off, and the guys who are relevant in in the regular season and beyond they they don't want to do it, um, but. There used to be more preseason. There was a whole extra month of preseason camp. But then again, this that was a different age when they mm -hmm. were, um, I don't know, refrigerator repairmen or whatever in the offseason. So they actually had to get in shape. Um, but my pushback to anybody who ever tries to advocate for the 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 need, these guys need it, is uh, then why doesn't college football do it? If it if it's so essential, then why why no, don't it's not. all the uh, the Power Five conferences do it? Right. The one thing I, I do think is that it can be helpful for rookies. I think that when you have, you know, guys who are fresh out of college, it is, I mean, it's, it is such a different game going mm -hmm. to the NFL and um, maybe not such a different game if you're at, you know, like in Alabama, but um, I do think that there's something to be said for a few of those reps or at least like being in the environment to mm -hmm. kind of, even if it's just for mindset, but I mean, fan wise, fan wise, I don't care. And, and, I also never played football, so I don't really know what I'm talking about. Wait a minute. We hired you because we heard you <laughs> played football. Oh, here we go. 
Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I should have been more clear about that in the, uh, the job interview. Um, I will say the, the worst thing about it is the hard knocks factor, right? <laughs> I loved watching the preseason games as they were captured by hard knocks and you'd see the, the overjoyed or the mother or the girlfriend wife who had to cover her eyes or the father who was about to have a heart attack watching his son. Like that was, that was the drama that I'm going to miss. I don't even know. What are they doing with hard knocks? Are they even having it? I know they had two teams. They have the Rams and the Chargers, right? But they can't. Are they going forward with it? Yeah. Oh, they're doing yeah. it. And um, yeah, the the earliest chunk of uh, promotional video that came out was Sean McVay right. wearing not just a mask, but one of those full shield kind of things. It's going to be bizarre. I've talked to a couple of guys over there that uh, that produce it annually, and they said this is going to be a it's going to be a completely different experience. Yeah, and the cameramen have to be far away. It's going to be like uh, the paparazzi catching yeah. Jennifer Aniston in Acapulco for a wide lens. Like uh, I, don't, I don't know how this is going to look. It's kind of gotten to be the best part of it, though, are those hidden cameras in the corner of a room. Anyway, oh, that's true. Because yeah. it started. They started. The teams actually started to learn from preceding seasons, like legitimate, say whatever you want about uh, your guy, Jerry Jones. People want to say this, that, and the other. At least he was a man as the owner of a team, uh, uh, you know, to say, come in, let me sit down in the office. Nobody yeah. football player. We're going to release you. Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Bengals did it under the cloak of night. They would like knock on your door at 5 a.m., wake yeah. you up, and the and the poor kid would be like, what's, what's up? Like, <laughs> uh, get your playbook. Uh, coach, coach needs to see you. Like, what the hell? This is how you cut me? Why, what would be the difference if you let me sleep for a couple more hours? Then cut me. Right. What the hell is it to you? Yeah, it is Bengals. interesting. Charlotte, what's I mean, your the, favorite part? The, yeah. Well, the hidden cam, the hidden camera, or not hidden cam, they know they're there, yeah. but that gave us Jeff Fisher. I'm not going oh, seven yeah. and nine. Right. You know, like it, the, the, that's the right. meat of it. And, and also my close personal friend, friend, Jeff Fisher. Um, <laughs> but that's also the, the, you know, you get like Bob Wiley on the sidelines, yeah. you know, saying, huh, it's those little moments that, mm -hmm. that I really live for. And, um, maybe we'll still get that though. Maybe, maybe, you know, now it's just like a Bob Wiley type, you know, wearing his mask upside down, mm -hmm. you know, like <laughs> who's to say. Why didn't they make him coach? That was the next move, right? To make him head oh, coach. What did they screw up? Don't get me started. They really screwed don't that up. Don't get me started. Yeah, I'm letting him go. I, I am. I will never get over that. I think, I think Bob Wiley was the best thing the Browns had going for him. <laughs> so they let him go in a weird way too, right? Didn't his daughter tell him or something? There was something weird that I, I forgot how that went down. They, they never right. They should have held on to him forever. That was just a, a, a hidden gem right there. Um, they also they also fired Jay Gruden at like five in the morning, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They do a lot of fun things. I used I used to the thing that I used to fall under, and then I'm trying to think, was it a year or two ago? Finally, the spell was broken. It, I could not watch it without as much as I admonish people to stay clear of um, preseason to try and uh, evaluate teams before the season kicks off. I could not resist the seduction of watching this team and coming away from it thinking, well, that they, they have a real shot at the Super Bowl this year. I mean, how does this <laughs> team not go? They, they seem so good. I, I, they really look like this is a, a team of world beaters. 
finally the spell was broken now. Now I watch him and kind of laugh. Maybe that had something to do with Antonio Brown and his dumb helmet uh, saga last yeah. year. Yeah, I think most years you look at hard knocks and you, and you over their, their win total, that team's win total is inflated by one or one and a half games because you're like, oh, everything looks good. Yeah, look, is that right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think the oh, last time. I didn't know time. If you said that maybe the book actually, maybe the, no, there no, was a no. lot of action going towards that team or something. Uh, well, I mean, it's what you see, right? So, and everything, ultimately right. they make it look like it. At the last episode is never the coach putting his hands in the air like, oh, what are we going to do? Like it all kind of comes together. So you're like, yeah, that team could really compete, even though you have to be bad to to uh, actually be on hard knocks in the first place. But the one good thing, Dave, you said kind of like you only care about seeing the teams and the players that are going to make the squad. Well, it looks like we're going to get the cream of the crop if the season starts on time. And forgive me if I missed this, but today at four o'clock Thursday was the last time a player could opt out. Now, I, I suppose they could just quit, right? Walk away. Is that, slavery rules are not in, a, in effect anymore. They could just quit um, a few weeks in, but there was this limitation. There was this deadline, 4 p.m. Thursday, where they opt out. I was worried about, I was worried about Von Miller in particular because uh, he's not a member of my favorite team, obviously an outstanding defender for the Broncos, but he had COVID. And he got through it. And I know he has an asthma problem, but for someone to get through it and say, yeah, I'm still not doing it. It's like, it, and there's still a lot of people out there, myself included, think, oh, you had it. You're going to be fine. Put put the cape on. You're a superhero now. You're, you got it, man. Just keep going. And if that was the case, if he wasn't going to do it, I was like, oh man, this opens up a whole other uh, can of worms. I respect this, but um, what does this mean for the rest of the league? Did you, any, either of you get nervous about something like that or was I over uh, emphasizing that? No, I mean, Vaughn has talked a lot about how awful it was. He was like, yeah. he, I think he got it early. I think he got it in March and, mm -hmm. you know, in May or June, he was still like, I can't, I can't run without, you know, having to sit down. Like yeah. I, it really, it really affected his lungs. And so I could see, what his his opting out could I mean he didn't as far as also I happen to weirdly be wearing my favorite sweatshirt Look at which you. is a 1994 Bronco wow. sweatshirt <laughs> um I don't know I found it at a thrift store like 15 years ago um but he you know I think it it's sort of the health the repercussions of of how little we still know about this disease that he mm -hmm. you know it might not be scared of getting it again although maybe it is but mm -hmm. I mean I think it's the the effects can be longer lasting than than people realize Von Miller would have certainly been the biggest name, but not too far in his heels would have been Trey White. And he was up to the last minute, it sounds like, mm -hmm. really going back and forth. And I do wonder, and I haven't read one way or the other if he said something to this effect, but a lot of people perceive the Bills, I'm sure, in Buffalo. There's a lot of heat to, come on, man, you're, the defense will really suffer if you ain't out there with us. Um, I wonder how much that actually, I, because I just don't, as much as I want football, trust me, not you, Sal. Um, and, uh, I, I, I won't say Charlotte for sure. One way or the other, trust me, who's ever listening to me, right? Now. I want football at least as much as you do. I'll, let, let's leave it at that. You know, bullshit. And yet, I mean, I, but this, I, but the, the begrudging of these guys and the, the, I mean, it was so predictable and here it comes now that the certain guys are getting called out by these, uh, by people online who, by the way, are the same people who also already declared that they're not going to watch football anyway this year because of yeah. other stuff. So anyway, right. so I guess no loss, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like, uh, there were only three teams, chargers, Pittsburgh, and I forget who else who 
lost absolutely no one. And also in the quarterback league, zero quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, that's a good sign. Aside. Mostly, mostly interior linemen for obvious reasons. Sure. All right. One guy who didn't opt out and, but maybe should have opted out of making a video and putting it online is, uh, Russell hustle and bustle man, muscle Wilson. And he put together, everyone goes to cringeworthy and I wish I could think of a different word, but it really, I was like, Oh, let me watch this thing. And well, we'll let you decide for yourself. Jim, do you have that audio handy? Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes. The typical boring. Yes. Russell, the robot, Russell, the one you guys love to know a real, real exciting, you know, I'm real excited. Um, but anyways, uh, Everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be. And I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you got to be unlimited. You, know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, <laughs> who brings you motivation, Russell? <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. Who who's your role model, Russell? Unlimited. Who is your go-to person for advice, Russell? They think Pete Carroll, they think this person, think that person. Love you, Pete, but it's Mr. Unlimited. Tell him. Oh. <laughs> what was that? I, <laughs> and he has CR, he has his, is that his wife? Or we did think that's his wife, CR. She's in on the bit too. Like, I don't know if that's what is that? Is that Russell? Is that an overtired young father? Or is that just someone who started a cameo video and forgot he was doing it and then just never sent it? Like, what did we just hear there? What was that? I think he, I think he probably just like watched Limitless with Bradley Cooper and he's like, <laughs> oh my God, I have such a sick idea for an alter ego. Get this. Sierra, babe, unlimited, Mr. Unlimited. And she's just like, well, I guess I married you for some reason. So she's all like, yes, for sure. Make that video, put it on the internet. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Dave, you have any thoughts? If I may quote, if I may quote uh, Ogre from the Alpha Beta fraternity house at Adams College many years ago, later in Revenge of the Nerds, ner uh, two nerds in paradise, they kicked him out of the, and then he joined up with the nerds. But Ogre, he hated those nerds, and he when he would see them, he used to go nerd. And it's rare that you get to call a pro football player a nerd. And that's as nerdy as it gets. But I also want to say of Russell Wilson, he's just keeping up with the Joneses because he's uh, he's whatever he's done. You can't give yourself your own nickname. That's fraught with, uh, you know, many right. bad, uh, bad directions. It's actually illegal. You. It's actually illegal what do you to mean? give yourself your own Is nickname. Is it illegal? Well, yeah, you if go to jail. No, Sal, what? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like, well, so not we, a, but not a felony, though. You can't, like, do time for it, right? He's like, it's like a misdemeanor? Charlotte's what? in Maine. They have all these old-timey laws that they didn't take off the books. I'm not sure. I mean, I, Yeah, if you I mean, don't live free, they kill you there. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're stuck, um, with, sorry, we're, sorry, well, we're stuck with Velvel and Munya and Shoshana. But we're good. But we, didn't, we didn't come up with those ourselves. So, all right. Right. Most nicknames have to have an element of tormenting the person at whom they're directed. Yes. Now, when you're a, a high end athlete, it's for a marketing thing, Air mm -hmm. Jordan and so on, Mean Joe and and the list goes on and on. But the caveat to the misdemeanor of self nicknaming doesn't apparently apply to 21st century quarterbacks, because before Russell came up with this one, by the way, 
he definitely rehearsed that. Oh, you could yeah. tell that it was that was like take three, maybe. No, no, no. You came in too early, babe. Let's yeah. try do it again. Yeah. Doing it till we get it right. Like, can we please be done? Anyway, Peyton Manning, late in his career, like in the last season, second to last, all of a sudden, oh yeah, he's the sheriff. Where who remember that when Peyton Manning's nickname became the sheriff? Like, oh yeah, the sheriff. No, no, no. You do not that plainly. Mm-hmm. Is not a nickname. You gave yourself that one. And before that, if you look up on Pro Football Reference, uh, Tom Brady is li- is listed as the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh. <laughs> when did this happen? No, no one has what? ever called him the Pharaoh. He told somebody on the team, you know, it's a cool nickname, Pharaoh. Can you start calling me that? No, but he passed it off to somebody online and they put it up. Oh, there. you could do that? The Pharaoh, the sh- yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, know the rules. I'm not a starting quarterback in the NFL anymore. Maybe Peyton Manning was, you know, he he realized, well, I'm throwing, uh, I'm playing lousy ball. Um, My passes are incomplete by six yards, and I'll name myself after a, a shitty hairband from the late 80s, Sheriff. So there you go. <laughs> maybe that might be what he was thinking more than anything, right? Makes, makes sense. Yeah. You know what? You know the thing about about this video and about Russ in general that just never ceases to amaze me is he it there's some people who can pull off like ironically being ironically lame or mm-hmm. like being so uncool that they're cool but Russell Wilson he's just like the corniest he's so it's so corny and you're like you're not even like he never turns the corner to where it's just funny and he's in on the joke like he's never in on the joke that's (laughs) a problem (laughs) i also saw him at a super bowl party this this past year where paris hilton was djing let me tell you she still got it um but sierra (laughs) was also performing and i walked by this guy and i was like that's ah, Russ. And he was wearing these wraparound shades, oh, this no. like brocade jacket. His hair was slicked back. He looked like a, like a, he was dressed up as a Russian oligarch or something. And I was just like, well, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> like, of course, of course, this is what he's wearing to like a party. This is his party outfit. But, but before I do, I went to a Super Bowl party and saw him. This was video was the first evidence of him being the uh, corny QB one, right? Like, I, I don't know. Was he was he always like this? No. I, I, this put him. Yeah, he he. Do you not remember? He googled. He posted something about Sierra and googled beautiful woman. Oh, I guess yeah. And that like was that. copy yeah. and pasted the Google results. Yeah, you know, like he's well, he's I've been done, doing this. And I've he done did that, that video where they're yeah. like lying down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've done that. <laughs> yeah. He he did the video where they're lying down in bed, like him and Sierra, and it's just like a selfie right. video, and that was super weird. I yeah, I guess that just that just was. Put I, I think that's level. the tell. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. I was just going to say, I, I I was going to say, some people might say, yeah, but after he signed that contract to stay in uh, Seahawks and avoiding the deal that he was pushing for to the last possible second with the Giants, but it fell apart when John Schneider sa- saved it. Um, then he's in bed. And even that, that highlighted how nerdy he was. He was trying mm-hmm. to act like a great coxman laying there between wow. the sheets with his lover. And it was like, <laughs> oh my God. nah, you can't sell that, man. You can't sell that one, man. It doesn't work for you. Is he maybe the nerdiest superstar in sports right now? I guess so. This kind of puts him. Yeah. And you wonder. I'm trying to think who could possibly be nerdier. I mean, I would have said Tiger Woods until about a decade ago, but Mm. I mean, who knew? But I mean, that uh, (laughs) doesn't mean he's not a nerd, but didn't know about his private life. But uh, I mean, Tiger Woods always cut that figure of uber nerd to me. 
Yeah, I, don't know. I just threw that one out there. I don't have the answer. There's Roethlisberger, there's Sid, Sid Crosby, Roethlisberger. This, I'm trying. Who else? You yeah, know, no, kind you of a nerd is pa- Patrick Reed is a little bit of a. Oh yeah. Well, sort of like a heel nerd. Yeah, heel maybe. for sure. I don't know. I don't know what I'm. Heel for know. sure. Yeah, the golfers is tough. There's a lot. There's a lot. But listen, we talked about saving our sport. We, I, I would like for us to come up with ideas because I feel like it's going to be our responsibility. Like, like I said, Roger Goodell is going to be like, oh, I don't know what happened. There's, uh, 75% have tested positive and, um, you know, we're, we're still traveling, but I think it's up to us. I try to come up with, you know, people say it's too late for the NFL to move to a bubble. I don't think so. And I want to come up with the ideal place. And I found the bubble city for the NFL. And it's called Bubble Rock, Maine. And how dare you, Charlotte, for not beating me to the punch with this. It's right in your backyard, probably. The Bubble Rock Trails. What better spot for a bubble for the NFL? Am I, I've not been. Have you been there? Oh, my God. No, I didn't know it existed. Do you know where in Maine it is? It says like, northern no, Maine. Maine is just one northern. Wow. Well, northern Maine, when you get up there, there's only one county, which is like Oh. One entire half of Maine, and it's called Arista County. And you, if you just keep driving, the towns stop having names. They're just mm-hmm. called Territory, like ninety four. <laughs> I'm dead serious. So it could be, it could be way up there, which would be perfect. Except you need football fields. Okay, you need football fields. But like we said before, you now can build that. Well, Dave brought up uh, a friend of ours, Ray. He's a very, very ambitious uh, contractor. So if we need to build some stadiums and fields, there's that. Um, well, who needs hotels? You camp in the outdoors. What, what's better than that? You're not probably going to spread the virus that way. You got a better shot at that. You know, that they're out. The, like That's I said, so smart. there's tons and tons of acreage. I would like you to now. I don't know if this is a, if it's if it's any less than seven or eight hour drive. I would like you to uh, try to scout the location tomorrow. If that's all possible. Yeah, on it. Okay. No, for sure. That's my weekend. Those are my weekend plans. Go to Bubble Rock yeah. City. What, what Bubble Bubble you don't even know. I, I think I know all the trails here in California. No, we don't know. Bubble Rock. No. What's it called? Joel Solomon. You were on this too. I sent this to you. You thought this was a good idea. We have our writer, Joel. Believe it or not, we have a writer on this show. Joel, you want to jump in? What? What's it called? It's it's the rock. It's it's known as the bubble, bubble rock. And I, I can't believe uh-huh. Charlotte hasn't been there. She's not doing good for the tourism board. Of Maine. <laughs> no, I'm so embarrassed right now. Do you see how embarrassed? Yeah, she I is am? really embarrassed. So embarrassed. I, I wish I hadn't even brought it up. She's really embarrassed. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's got to be one of the top thousand <laughs> parks in the country. Dave, we well, get the we, we, we get the beautiful fall and winter weather in Maine, right? No parking problems. Oh, yeah, we don't have to worry right. about that. Plenty of space. I just I would like to know actually how much space. I have a, a vision of it in my head, but um, you know, I don't live right right there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Well, just to ask, you could ask. I've kind of come around yeah. on the idea. Yeah, I, I I have really come around on the idea. I used mm-hmm. to, uh, as recently as like three days ago, even come around on this. The thing of, well, you can't really do that with NFL teams because there are too many people mm. and are you really for four or five months going to keep them away from their family? I've decided, yes, that is <laughs> that w- that is what should happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it will be terrible, but we also understand it's a once in a lifetime thing. And I think if we all commit to it, now you decided you're going to play. So for one four month stretch, come on, NFL, 
take over sports for all of, for the next century, you'll rule America mm-hmm. with this move. And I like the, the idea of equal punishment. Well, I'm sure bubble rock is beautiful, but no one will be happy about it. No. I mean, that's all the right. trick of it. If it's like yes. San Francisco, it's like, oh, they have very nice food there. Like, well, I don't, I, I don't really like the Hills. If everybody has to go to Bumsville, um, America, then everybody will suffer equally, right? Okay. So I like this. Yeah, idea. but they, I, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. But you can't, you can't just scream, "Come on, NFL! We got to do something. We have to uh, pick a trail that no one has ever been to, but it exists in the United States, right?" I can, I can, you know, try to find some main contacts, right. see, see what local government officials I can bribe up here. Thank you. That's a great start. That's a really good start. Yeah. Sure, maybe ask your dad. Your dad had some great advice about my owl problem. So maybe, you know, well, he could go two for he two. Also, he also suggested Maine. He was like, you he know, did. the one problem is they're not football fields, but like, what if you had guys on different islands even take ferries to get to those? Oh. I mean, we could get creative here. All right. Well, we are going to have to get creative. Um, I like it. I like the, I like the ideas. Of maybe some- my dad should just do the podcast (laughs) that's the idea really eventually that just our dads do the podcast and we could uh we could take weeks and months off um i want to bring uh joel back in here because we have some major big uh, breaking major league baseball news we wanted to um get card but we had an idea to get these cardboard cutouts you know are serving as fans now and you have to pay hundreds of dollars in some cases to get them in a place where anyone will ever see them um dave and i and joel and we we threw uh, around some ideas a couple of weeks ago, how we're going to do this. How do we put extra points on the map? We had some ideas where the three of us are covering our head. What were the ideas? We're going to cover our heads, put our hands over our heads and wear extra points shirt or something that's visible, or maybe put, because our teams are so bad, our baseball teams, we put them in our respective stadiums in Boston, Pittsburgh and Mets at city field. And we have bags over our heads and the bags themselves say extra points, but it's otherwise us. <laughs> Dave, uh, sorry, Joel, you you made a call today. And what, what's what happened? What's going on? I mean, I finally got someone from the Mets on the on the phone, Fred Wilpon. So that's great. Oh, stop it! No, yeah. no, no. Well, the Mets, no, they they finally figured a way to disappoint you off the field as well because <laughs> they were done upsetting you on the field. You so, spoke to someone from the Mets. They took your call. I was very excited. I got through. Mm-hmm. And you you would think that Major League Baseball teams want to fill these seats, even with cardboard fans. The Dodgers, right. the, Do- the Dodgers, they charge a lot, two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. The Mets were more reasonable, but they told me you cannot have any endorsements. First of all, you have to wear Mets. You have to wear Mets. That's outrageous. There's right. Mets everywhere. Why why do you have to wear Mets? That's stupid. Also, you would think you'd want it to be as realistic as possible. So you yeah. want Mets fans like giving the finger or just yelling, but you cannot have any social media hashtags. You can't have any negative references. You can't endorse a political candidate. You cannot Fine. have any any slogans or logos. So you, oh, they're really man. ruling out a lot of things. This seems against so the law, that, right? And it's not, it doesn't like, uh, if you want to force me to wear a mask, I see the benefit of it. You can't force me to wear, wear Mets paraphernalia and pay, right? You're going to have to this find a, a new team. Maybe there's a this team is a loser team. Yeah. Yeah. This is a loser team. Unbelievable. Charlotte, yeah, you, you seem very upset by this. Like as I, I'm really, I'm devastated. What? That is absurd. Who like 
That is so, that's an example of, that's like the NFL getting mad at you anytime you use a GIF. It's just like, come on guys. Yeah. Like if you, if you were better at the internet, you would know how viral all of these things could go and what an opportunity. It's like sure. anytime a player holds up a sign and people automatically meme it. Like just, you gotta, you gotta let the fans have something. They're doing everything wrong. Dave, right? Charlotte, now that you're the mayor of Bumblecrank, Maine or whatever it's called, uh, I think you your your day one new policy should be you can wear whatever you want at uh, NFL games in autumn 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that's a good campaign a, slogan for you. Oh, I love it as a cardboard cutout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not you actually. Of course, right it goes out saying cardboard yeah. Charlotte. Right? Is there? A, cardboard, is there a... is it, did you ever? Did you ever read the book Flat Stanley? Didn't read the book. No. About oh, well, we, it was we a have kids book. Yeah. And and they were just they were he was literally a kid who was a real kid, but he was made of cardboard, and they would just mail him all over the place. Oh yeah, I didn't know it was a book. Yeah, we I, that's been part of it. The kids mail the flat Stanleys, yeah. and they take pictures at the aquarium with flat uh, Stanley and everything. Oh, maybe like it's that. not a book. Oh. Maybe it's not a book. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's just a, a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I didn't think of, that's a great. I, I like Charlotte's idea. I I was advocating for Waldo because because uh, then if you see him there, then right. everybody who would see him be like, "There's Waldo." But I think this is even better. Flat Stanley at the ball yard. Is we can't do it, though. We need a workaround here. The Mets are terrible. I imagine, I, I hope the other teams are in stride with this because I'm going to be furious if it's just my stupid Mets that get in the way of no, fun No, I think here. it is. I, I looked into I looked into you a did? few others as well. But, I, I, you know, this just means that we have to make the NFL bubble happen that much more because then we can set the rules for yeah. the cardboard cutouts, which is the only thing that matters in 2020. All right. You're right. You're not wrong about that. All right, let's move off for baseball. I'm I'm annoyed now with baseball. I really am. Also, one one more thing though with baseball. What's the point of the, Have you seen the mascot? They're worried about cardboard cutouts, and you know, and they, they don't even get you don't even get full uh, visibility because you'll have dumb mascots standing on the dugout watching the game. Obviously, they're not going to be turned towards the crowd. That would be stupid. There's nothing going on there, so they watch the game and they're just standing there. And these obese mascots and costumes who are, uh, I guess, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're good for COVID. They're not going to get it. They got like, uh, 40 pounds of felt between them and their actual eyes and nose. But what goes on with baseball? They're doing everything wrong. It's very strange. And at least this year, given that you can't boo and there's all that kind of, I feel like the mascot, if, if rodeos can have clowns heckle the beasts, then I think that these mascots should take it upon themselves to just torment verbally and otherwise. And in fact, I wouldn't mind seeing, because I don't know anybody who's a better mixer than Cousin Sal. Mm. I think you should just be there roasting, like maybe just hanging your head upside down <laughs> in the dugout. The whole game, you're just uh, telling terrible things uh, to, to the visiting ball club. That, that Maybe that's the kind of thing. That's what we need mascots to play a larger role in these games. I like that. I guess. I just don't know what I'm watching anymore on TV. I I did mix it up with the mascot physically at a, uh, I don't I don't even think it was a minor league. It was a semi-pro game in Rancho Cucamonga or something. I was showing off in front of my niece and nephew, Katie and Kevin, and it got physical. And I like kind of like a fireman carried the mascot onto the dugout. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, he's drunk. It's a rowdy drunk fam. Like, no, I don't, I don't drink. I'm just an idiot. And uh, I had to have a talking to, and if I hadn't driven them to the game, I think they would have kicked us all out. So um, I don't know. Maybe that's payback for all this. Uh, 
I'm sorry, Charlotte. You're... Sal, Sal. I've seen Sal <laughs> legitimately have to have some talking tos over the years. He's had he's had many talks. Sal, you you can't do that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I do that. I a, love. We're that. in a place of business. <laughs> I completely I relate to that so hard. Um, if there's a way to get in trouble, or if someone if everyone's doing something wrong and one person can get caught, I am that person. Good. Okay. Like, uh, just hands down. Also, your your description of of the mascots for some reason really slayed me. I I was I was laughing pretty hard at the thought of. <laughs> At the felt, for some reason, the word felt oh. really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the safest ones in the world, right? I guess as long as they. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> why didn't we think of that? Why aren't we all walking around in mascot costumes? Right. I guess more um, a local thing, Dave. Here in Hollywood, uh, we have the Hollywood Boulevard superheroes, and everyone's like, "Oh, the poor superheroes!" Like now, they're. I know it's hot out, and it sucks to walk on that <laughs> pavement all all day long, but they're the safest of all, right? Can't protect the rest of us, but pretty safe. Um, there, there's nothing better than when you have side by side range in Spider-Mans. When there are seven Spider-Mans yeah. and you see basically it's like the evolution of man poster thing, and that's basically what they look yes. like. One little like five foot three guy with a big pot belly, and then one's kind of close to being uh, fit. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's quite a sight to behold. And then there's one urinating on the poor woman handing out Wetzel's pretzel samples, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. I don't miss Hollywood yes. Boulevard yes. right now. Um, PGA championship. We should bring that up. There's a major going on, Dave. I don't know if you watched any of it or Charlotte, Jason day, the Aussie mm -hmm. leads after round one, by the way, that's, it's a late tournament. So it just ended here on the West coast. He may have a uh, partner there at the top. I think Brandon Todd is tied with him. Is that what it is? Uh, Jason day was 40 to one to win the tournament 40 to one also to lead after one round. Yeah. Brandon Todd who blew it last week, uh, was leading after three rounds, 85 to one. Uh, to win it and to lead after one round. The big story, though, I think, Tiger Woods, you won't go away. You need a story about Tiger Woods no matter what. He is plotting a putter change. I don't know if he actually did it, but Tiger plotting a putter change really opens him, himself up to unlimited amount of uh, <laughs> penis jokes, I believe. <laughs> And I don't even get the putter change. I don't. Why is he playing? Is he putting? Does it have different functions? Does it light up? Does it? Uh, what's the big deal about a different putter? Is it you just you get bigger, you get a bigger putter? I looked into it. Is there sensors there? Heat sensors? What is it? So he he won uh, 13 championships in the first 11 years with the Scotty Cameron. Then mm -hmm. he switched to Nike clubs. That wasn't so great. Then he had tailor made for a little bit. Now he's going back to he's gone back to scotty cameron and now he has switched from a the scotty cameron he was using a week ago to a slightly different scotty cameron that's the only difference is like in the weight of it and it might be a little longer and there's a really funny quote that just is one big dick joke which oh, is no. <laughs> um it the the guy who like helped him putt i don't I, whatever um said uh it's basically the same putter with a bit more flexibility. He's able to change the weights around a little bit, but the length is the difference. I'm sorry. I can't. Oh, come on. That's real? That's what she said. No, no, just wait. Just wait. That's he, what she said. She, 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 she's saying that right now. Uh, he's got a little more length on there, and that's just so he can practice a little bit more without back pain. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> is this a joke? Is he giving up? I mean, this no. is... Yeah, I, see, this is what I mean. This is if you, he would lap Russell Wilson personality-wise if he just like, ah, I'm screwing around. And how about that quote? Pretty good, huh? 
pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Dave, you believe? I was in this? just. I read that on an actual sports website, and I was <laughs> cracking up. I couldn't wait to read that to you guys. It wasn't the Sports Onion. That was a real thing. Uh-uh. Wow, unbelievable. Uh-huh. It should just be yeah. Next to it, it should just be like next to that quote. It should just be uh, a picture of Tiger just like shrugging, like yeah, that's it. What, what, what am I gonna? You know, I, I no. I'm not even gonna try anymore. That's just it. I give up. Fine, make your jokes. I that not since. I don't not Tom, Tom Dempsey, the late uh, head-on kicker for the Saints, who made the sixty-three yarder, yeah. who had a uh, who had really like a plate golf-related. I guess had like a plate. You ever see his shoe? He's he's inspirational in that he you know he was handicapped. He did, he was born without a hand and like half a foot. It's like a but hoof. then he turned yeah. that disadvantage. Uh, like oh yeah, but then he put a he put like yeah, it's in the Hall of Fame. It looks like a sledgehammer. It's this black thing, and then it's got a steel, it's got the steel golf face in it. And everybody's, oh, he made a 63 yard. Well, yeah, because he had a because he had a two iron in his shoe <laughs> when he made it. It's outrageous <laughs> that that was allowed. And the weird turn in golf was when they would all stand up, like, wait, well, who decided you're allowed to like have a putter that's taller than you are? Like, what well, right. who decided that this was within the rules to do that? I think they've They've now banned them, at least, but I don't know. Well, let me, yeah, well I'll tell you this about the PGA. Let me, let me show, wait, 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 let me show because I don't know if Charlotte or any uh, some of our audience has seen this um, this foot we're uh, talking about here. Hold on one second. Also, Dave, the, the photo they should have next to him isn't, isn't Tiger shrugging. It's just the Mac Daddy Santa picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, um, here, here's the shoe. Oh, my God. Look at the shoe. <laughs> Was that legal? Ha- I mean, look. Now legal, he, he was he was hailed for decades on end for making a sixty-three yard field goal. Yeah, yeah, with a with a driver right on his foot. <laughs> right, yeah, and you do that in pro wrestling, you you, you get thrown out you right the, quick. You get the you know, like you, you have a a foreign object, Cowboy Bob Orton for a decade, right? Hit away metal, uh, uh, unknown foreign objects in his taped wrist because he had a broken he arm a that cast. just wouldn't heal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I had a cast. Right. But yeah, right. but that was but somehow Tom Dempsey was allowed to get away with this for his entire career. Outrageous. Tigers tied for 20th. He's two under. So he's still in the mix. New putter or not. So God bless him. You know how the blue bonnet bowl doesn't count as much as the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. but the blue bonnet bowl gets in its own way when people say, just turn all the bowl games into playoff games that lead up to the national mm-hmm. championship. And then your meaningless bowl game will therefore right. mean something. And they're like, oh, no, no, we could never do that. Um, same thing with the PGA Championship. It is plainly the fourth of the four majors. You know, the other four have something going for them. Right. Shouldn't they make it match play or skins game even better? You have to put up your own loot, something to jazz it up to engage people. Nobody ca- this year people will care. But yeah. for the most part, PGA Championship is like, oh, that's a ma- Why is that a major? It's basically like the U.S. Open, except with a different name. Jazz it up somehow. I didn't really know it was a thing until I covered it last year. Oh, you did? I was like, oh, well, here we are. And it was at Beth Page. And they were just like all these drunk Long Island guys, you know, dressed in their little golf outfits, wearing their spikes in case like a golfer passes out and they have to hop in and play for him. I was like, what are we we doing? What was a great, you you obviously didn't run into my idiot friends, the degenerate trifecta who happened to be at uh, Beth Page Black. But um, what, what was a highlight for you there? Uh, what was a highlight for me? Um, I mean, you know, usually when you cover sports, <laughs> this is so, I'm going to sound like 
30,000 years old. Usually when you cover sports, you have to sit in the press box and, you know, you just like eat popcorn the whole time and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, Swedish fish. Sometimes they have Swedish fish. And this time I walked like 13 miles in one day covering one day of a golf tournament. And I was like, well, this is nice. Like, I don't feel like such a fat ass right now. So (laughs) I, I like that. But I also, um, oh, I got to, I was inside the ropes with Phil Mickelson. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and Ooh. and everyone was just yelling at him about his calves. Like these grown men being like, your calves are sexy. And I was like, this is an incredible experience. Mm, that's great. Now, he likes to gamble. He won't He won't really come out. I mean, he, they found out the hard way oh. that he likes to gamble. But, um, right. uh, and we do too. And that's why we're going to go with best bets going into the weekend. I asked each of you to come up with the best bet, and then I will as well. Um, Charlotte, you uh, you did a good job. You asked all the right questions, but you had the answers ahead of time regarding you. your bet. What's your best bet going yeah. into the weekend? Give the people a winner. That's all they want. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to make a disclaimer here. You should probably never listen to me about anything ever. Oh. So now that I've said that, um, I so I wanted to find out, I wanted to take the Suns over the Heat, but they hadn't set those lines yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take the Celtics at plus three over the Raptors. Um, I don't know. I think, I think they can do it. I'm also, I like <laughs> betting for teams that I root for. Mm-hmm. And I also always will bet the over because I want as many points as possible. Um, all right. So it's all coming from a place. I don't like, I don't like betting on things that I emotionally will root against. I like all my interests to be aligned. So I'm going to say, gotcha. let's go with the Celtics. Let's go with the over, which is 219. Celtics plus three over 219. Now that's fine. Okay. That's there. good. And Dave, you're laughing, but you're going to pick your favorite team too. No, I I hail Charlotte. Please, no matter how much you get into gambling, mm-hmm. don't ever cross that philosophical line. You don't come back from that. You don't bet against your own teams. Mm. I, I, I'm not going to name names here to <laughs> humiliate these people. They deserve to be called out for it. They, they, I know people, <laughs> and you might know them too, Charlotte, mm-hmm. who put down money against their team and i say how dare you shame the devil that you did that and they say no no don't you see i win either way because if my team loses at least i make some money and you're you're making money off the backs of your guys shame the devil i say twice i <laughs> have said it twice Charlotte, i know you're please. talking about me that's fine i bet i probably bet against the mets every time they've won this year so and it's not that though it's i just look for value it's okay it has nothing to do with we already determined that it's not a jinx either way right or did we not is it a jinx uh, oh all right i'll stop it against my team go ahead Dave. i i, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole but I'll, i could talk about it for the next eight hours if we had to i know in the meantime i'm gonna follow charlotte's dip uh, dipping her toe into those Celtics water. And after they defeat the Raptors, you better get this one now. Cause once they vanquish the Raptors on Friday night, the number may change a little bit because a lot of people are looking at the Raptors and Celtics to unseat the bucks and get uh, to the finals. Boston Celtics plus six fifty to win the East. That's Dave's pick. Oh, that's your futures pick. Oh, I see. That's it. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Is that all right? Yeah, that's okay. I have uh, and you, I'm just saying it because on Friday it's going <laughs> to yeah. change once they beat the Raptors. That's why it might. I, I have them at plus six hundred since late February, so it, it it but it has gone up a little bit. You're right. Um, I'm going pucks here, Dave. I thought you would. Game four, Canucks Wild Friday night, um, Vancouver over Minnesota. You're shaking your head, but I watched Game three. Very very sloppy by the Wild who needed it. 
Um, they were down, they, they had lost and uh, they won, then they lost. Now they're down two to one. It was a must win. They've taken dumb penalties. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, 27 saves for Vancouver. I think the Wild are done. Well, the Wild is done. How does that work? Is the Wild is done or the Wild are done? Well, the Kraken, the Kraken took a run at it, but uh, the worst name uh, among our four yeah. uh, major sports teams remains the Minnesota Wild, which of course is a reference. What, what is that? What is a Wild? Yeah. The Wild is I'm of course literally a reference right to, here, yeah, that's I'm true. Right here. To the out, to the outdoors, to the outdoors. <laughs> well, listen, we're an image of you, okay, but it's not. It's a. It's a reference to the, they, they may as well be the Minnesota Outsides. It is right. an absurd name for a team. I can't stand it. I do love their uniforms, though. Um, yeah, and by the way, I, I referring back to where we started, that's how bad the Penguins loss hurt me. I couldn't bring myself to watch late night hockey. You Last night, watch I was it. too distraught about, mm -hmm. I, I, I was too, but I did hear from a very uh, inside source, um, somebody who is close with the Penguins, that, and he said, you'll think I'm kidding. But there's no way Sidney Crosby will allow the team to lose on his birthday, which it is oh. on Friday. So if you're courageous, more courageous than I, you might want to bet the Penguins there. I'm <laughs> avoiding that, though, for right now, that's for sure. I but happy birthday, 87, and thanks for the three cups. I would love to uh, <laughs> I would love to see a stat on what would the stat even be? A player on his his or her birthday? What, yeah, what would, yeah, yeah. With the record? Interesting. You, I'd love to see that. Yeah. You think the forget? I believe that about Sidney Crosby. I believe that he will. I, I, that yeah, that feels right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let my team lose on my birthday. I'd be like, you're not ruining this for me. That's true. Okay. All right. There's a lot of good sound uh, logic and reasoning going into these picks, mine included. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the Canucks advance three one, uh, and take the series three one. Charlotte says the Celtics plus three. And over, sorry, what did we say? 218, 219? 219. 219. And Dave, uh, you're making a futures pick, the Celtics. I don't know. You might just be trying to get in Charlotte's good graces at plus 650. Either way, that's fine. It's working. Yeah. Do you have Charlotte? I don't, I don't know anyone who embraces her name more than you. Do you have a wild jersey? Thank you. Uh, I have a wild, I have a jersey. I have a Zach Parisi oh. uh like shirt thing. Um, but when, when, when Charlotte football club, Charlotte FC, mm -hmm. they're just called Charlotte FC. I, I was advocating for them to be the Charlotte Wilders. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> so you could have the wild and the wilders. I don't know, but they, uh, they didn't, I listen. bet they'd at least, at least let you put a cardboard cutout of yourself wearing whatever the hell you wanted in the front row. Right. I mean, for God's sakes, Matt. Well, You'd think, right? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working on that now for the bubble in 20. Because it would, it, it wouldn't be appropriate to do it, um, like because it would be a celebration of Charlotte Wilder. So let's set her aside here. <laughs> uh, top three uh, Charlottes of all time. Charlotte the Spider from Charlotte's mm. Web would be in there. You mentioned Charlotte from Sex in the City. I'd forgotten about her, and of course Charlotte Ray, Mrs. Garrett, Mrs. Garrett, Garrett of Life has to be. She has to be number one, I think. She, yeah. she gets the win there among all Charlottes in history. There's also a dessert called a Charlotte. Really? Uh, Ooh, I've never had that. Yeah, like the, like a raspberry Charlotte or something. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. They made it on the Great British Bake Off once. <laughs> well, that shoots to the top. Well, of the and then list. there's that whole city. And you do have the Charlotte Hornets jersey hanging behind your head there. for uh, And the, for Charlotte, the Charlotte FC. She's I just got found, it I just found all the Charlotte stuff I could and sort of hung it around my room. Charlotte, what do you have to plug aside from all the uh, fun stuff in the background? 
aside from that, I have a story on the Fox Sports app, which everyone should download, um, about uh, the most surprising things that have happened in the bubble in week one. Nice. Uh, so it's a good recap if you need a refresher heading into this weekend's games. And I talk about Gordon Hayward's mustache, so you better click it. Oh, right. Everyone's talking mm-hmm. mustaches, Jim. Maybe you're onto something here. Um, and yes, uh, speaking of onto something, Fox Sports is onto something. They finally got their SHIT together and they have an app and it's it's really, really good. And I'm not just saying that because Charlotte's content lives uh, prominently on there. Dave Velville, what do you say? Davesofthunder.com. Track it down or wherever you listen to podcasts and also on YouTube. David Feeney uh, continues to be insane. And, uh, <laughs> and this week's episode was was no different. So check that out. I think you'll enjoy. All it. right. Excellent. And I'm at the cousin Sal and check out uh laugh lines on extra points, uh, podcast network and against all odds. we got a lot of stuff going on real quick. Cause we did, um, on laugh lines. You can only have one snack during the quarantine. What is it? Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't want to, sp- I mean, I, I, we were about to be done now. I know, everybody I know. settle in because now know. two and a half hours <laughs> about to be passed. We're going to have to have a lot of qualifications. Oh, laid crap. Out here. I should have. What did I do? Snack, oh, like, Sal, snack. what have you done? You did it. I, yeah, you, he asked me, right, Charlotte. You right. heard it. Right. Did, you, if you have to, if you have to get up to Bumble Black, uh, Maine, <laughs> you can go because this is going to take me a second here. What Look, is this a snack guys- food? So here's the thing. We, oh, you we, said it, it, it got a little crazy because I feel like if you start picking like um, Girl Scout cookies, you're getting too much bang for your buck. Ice cream is more dessert. Initially, I said it's anything that's not a meal, but then that would include those things that I just mentioned. Think your pantry. You walk into your pantry. What can you grab from that? I think that's yeah. the way to, to to analyze this. I hate to be a jerk about this, but I saw that you listed uh Mm-hmm. checks mix yeah and um no. at least 15 years before checks mix was and they started to even like sell it they became self-aware it's like oh you put check cereal in your stuff and oh then then it became and then they had bags of it and everything mm-hmm. at least 15 years before this prepubescent dave damashek would go into the pantry in his pittsburgh home filled by mo damashek his mother and i would cobble together the, all the different kinds of nuts and chips and pretzels no. and Doritos and you shake wait, wait, them wait. all up. Forget about forget about that phony uh, Johnny Come Lately Chex Mix. Chex Mix was around uh, forever. And Chex Mix is, is the best treat. And I eat it every night and that's not jive during wow. this. During this uh, but I've also been eating uh, 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 you know what else has come <laughs> back in my life during the, the 19? Salami. I hadn't had salami for at least oh. 25 years and now I love it. I mm. love it again. I, I love... eat it all the time as a snack. All right. First well, all, let's not, maybe we don't count salami as a snack. I think uh, that Sal. really that really opens things up. Go ahead, Charlotte. What? Sal, did Dave just did Dave just try to tell us that he invented check? I think so. <laughs> no, no. Dave, when I'm a, I'm not I'm not suggesting anything. I'm telling you <laughs> what happened. That's what she said. Dad, yeah. Sh- yeah. Checks make stole. Checks mix. I wouldn't be bragging about that. Checks mix is terrible. Chex it's mix. when you get it on the plane or when you get any kind of mix like that. You're I like, agree. Ah, no thanks. I'll take the roasted oh, really? peanuts. Oh, really? I love it. Really? Oh, I think oh, it's. Oh, I love it. Nah, it's a cheap cop out. I, I put it on the list as a joke. Go ahead, Charlotte. What do you think? 
Uh, okay, well, I've been eating um, my my cousin and his wife and their kids are You've been are eating your cousin? Here too. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Way to bury snack. the lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm going to get this together. Um, they and they have they have a 3-year-old and a 1-year-old. Uh-huh. And so their their house is once again it feels, orphans now. It, thanks <laughs> to Aunt Charlotte. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Okay, it it I am once again in the presence of a house with a kid pantry, which I haven't been for right. a while. So I've been going to town on the Cheez-Its, the goldfish. Um, like I'm eating all their food, but also um, no, that's it. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna go Cheez-Its. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it simple. Cheez-Its. I like Cheez-Its. I think they're a little too tangy to to do a whole quarantine, right? Like, I think goldfish is a kid's snack, and you get the juice box and everything, so I wouldn't pick goldfish, but Cheez-Its are, um, how many Cheez-Its can you eat at once? I feel like it's, a, it's too much with the taste. Too sharp, no? You can eat, you, you'd be surprised how okay. many Cheez-Its you can eat at once. All right. Though. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be. I'm, I'm Underrated, I'm but man. one of the OGs. Yeah. One of the... OGs is uh, those saltine crackers. I can polish off a sleeve of those really easily. Also, the, the the big caution I have for everybody within the sound of my voice: <laughs> don't when you go and you get and you're oh I like different kinds of nuts. I don't want just peanuts. I don't want just cashews. I want a mix. Don't get the just random mixed nuts because they put in there that giant nut. Brazil I call nuts. it the. I call it because oh. it's a it's the sucker nut. Cause they just fill up. It's it. If you buy that, you're officially a sucker. Cause two thirds of that uh, of that tin is going to be filled with with mm-hmm. the aforementioned sucker nut. Right. It takes up all the space. They now they're on. Now that I'm onto them, they know that I'm onto them too. And now they've started making. They do cashews, um, pecans, and <laughs> um, uh, cashews, pecan. Please, you're in a walnuts. Cashews, pecans, and peanuts, uh, and, and not right. walnuts in there. Right. But yeah, you can get you can get the high end and and dispatch and leave the the. They're the that's the, the mashed potatoes of the buffet, the Vegas buffet. It's, they just try to fill you up with that, and they could fill the can. You're right. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I go corn nuts. I go corn nuts, and I know Dave, you rank corn nuts. I'm not even going to ask you for that ranking because I don't care. I'll do any corn nuts. The problem is they're gone in like 18 seconds. Boom, out of the bag. Too easy. I love them. I love them. I love. I love unpop. Popcorn kernels, which, by the way, popcorn oh. is probably Ew. popcorn's a, not unpopped, but like a little burnt, you know. Um, and uh, but popcorn's probably the answer, right? After everything, popcorn. Yeah, it no? just reminded me of you know, in Best in Show when Christopher gets like macadamia nut, yeah, yeah. peanut. <laughs> yeah. All right, I apologize to everyone involved there. I just uh, we, we we were dead to rights twelve minutes ago, and uh, that's it. Did we plug everything? Nuts and websites and everything, apps. All right, excellent. For Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder, I'm Sal for Extra Points. And remember, every time you point the finger, a thumb extra points back at you. Nah, not good. What? Uh, no, I don't know. That's that, a, oh, I that, thought it was coming together, but well, then it's There's that know. other thing, like don't point a finger, because th- yeah, right? Because a thumb points back. All right, I got to work on that. Someone please help me out. Keep Send going. Send it out. There you go. Let's talk Monday. <laughs> 